You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pleased to be joined by a man who has a gold jacket, the Hall of Famer, Orlando Pace, former Rand's offensive lineman, part of the NFL Legends community. Orlando, always a pleasure to have you on the show. We chatted with you the night in San Francisco. You got the good news. You were heading to Canton, Ohio. And... I'm based here in L.A., so I'm aware that you and the rest of the Rams Hall of Famers were honored before the season opener at the L.A. Coliseum. What's your mindset about the team now that they're back in Southern California, given your years in St. Louis? Well, uh, obviously, that was a business move for the Rams. It was great for that organization uh, to get back where, where they you know, they started. They were there for so many years. And uh, what's, what's, what, was, what was outstanding for me was just to see these these fans who followed us to St. Louis, followed the Ram organization to St. Louis. So as we walked through the game, walked through the parking lot, and embraced some of those fans, that that, that they still remember those St. Louis Rams. And that's important for guys who really played in St. Louis to still feel that love from that organization and so many uh, Ram fans in L.A. Orlando, when you look at the Rams now and – it seems as if, and congratulations on everything, bro. Um, when you get a chance to see the Rams now playing the way they are, now that they have Coach McVay and you see the offensive line playing a little bit better, uh, they're trying to give Todd Gurley the ball, the quarterback in Jared Goff is playing good. Uh, how does it make you feel to see this Rams team trying to find a way? I know it's early. I know you probably need to see more. But in comparison to what we saw last year, in, in comparison to these first two games and the effort they're putting in, uh, how excited are you for this football team moving forward? I, I'm, I'm really excited. And, you know, last year it was, it was tough to score touchdowns. And it was tough to watch it, being, a, being a former Ram myself or being a Ram myself. Uh, to be out there in that atmosphere to actually see the development of a Jared Goff, that offense moving up and down the field and, and scoring some touchdowns. And this past offseason I had a chance to talk to, to, to Sean and, and, and we talked about football. He loves football. And I felt like he was the right guy to get this offense going and help really help develop a young quarterback in Jared Goff. The Hall of Famer Orlando Pace is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Orlando, your teammate Tory Holt has been nominated for the Pro Football Hall of Fame again. Why do you think he's had to wait to join you in Canton, Ohio? Many of us think undeniably Tory's a Hall of Famer. Well, you know, that, that receiver, uh, there's a logjam for those receivers and, and it's funny because those guys have all the stats uh, when you look at their numbers, and there's so many great receivers during that era. But, you know, the committee has their process of how they go about it. But, you know, he's a Hall of Famer in my book, and, and hopefully uh, he'll get in soon. But it is a log jam with so many guys. I know Randy Moss is coming up this year. T.O.'s obviously on the ballot. Another teammate, Isaac Bruce, is on the ballot as well. So, uh, obviously, I'll be rooting for my guys to get in, but it is some, it is some tough competition. Well, you could say uh, all those players on the on that greatest show on turf team uh, will probably get in because they all play really good football. But you guys were ahead of your time, Orlando. Just think about it. When you watch the offenses now, uh, and what do we go all the way back to 2001, 2002, uh, when you go back and look at everything, uh, and that's the Super Bowl I was talking about, uh, the spread offense is what you guys were doing way back when. I mean, how they were using Marshall Falk is how they try to use back today. I mean, you guys were so far ahead of the curve uh, to the point where when you watch the game now, you, you think you may uh, be able to lace them up and give another shot at this thing? Because I'm more than sure you're still in shape, right? <laughs> I'm still in shape, man. I probably got about a quarter left in the play, if that. But, uh... 
you know, when you look when you look at today's game, it's similar to a lot of things we did, and we had so many so many great players. Anytime you give anytime Marshall Falk is close to a thousand yards receiving, that's just an added threat. And then we're trying to get five guys out and route. We put a lot of pressure on our offensive line, but uh, like you say, at that time, teams really weren't prepared to see that type of talent getting out. We're passing the ball fifty times a game, and that's what really today's game is. Is is a, is a big trying. Everybody's trying to get big chunks and. And score really fast. So uh, I think we were ahead of our game, our time, and, and we had some good athletes to really make that system go as well. Orlando, we've had a lot of conversation on this show about shaky offensive line play around the league to start the season. If you saw the Giants on Monday Night Football, that was a disaster. Do you have a theory about what's going on? I've heard that college linemen who play in a spread offense, like Cordell was talking about, are having trouble making the move to the NFL. It's funny. I was having that conversation with a guy probably a year or two ago. And, and I came from the era where it was at Ohio State where it was three yards in the cloud of dust and we ran the ball. So we were physical at the point, but we passed it. And I think the spread offense is, is, is a little different. I don't think linemen coming out are as physical or uh, they're not taught the, the proper technique coming into the league. And when, when you come into the league and it becomes a passing league, and you're not used to passing the ball 30, 40 times a game, and, you know, you're used to the read option, that kind of thing. It makes it different. That's a difficult transition for, for you know, any any lineman stepping into a situation where they got to protect a million-dollar quarterback back there, a big-name quarterback, and, and uh, they got to pass the ball 30 or 40 times or a pressure, pressure situation. And also a combination of that, defensive ends and linebackers and, and defensive, the whole defensive front, these guys are so much more athletic these days. So they're putting a lot more pressure on a lot of these offensive linemen too because you're, you're pretty much as a left tackle, you're blocking the best athlete on the field in that right defensive end. And I don't know if these guys coming out of college are, are prepared as much as they need to be uh, to block that type of talent. I saw that being uh, one of your statements you made uh, on your Hall of Fame page and, and saying how you have to be probably the best athlete, especially when it comes to the blind side uh, of your of your quarterback, and in your case, you were what? Kurt Warner was he a he was a right hander Yeah, he was a right hander, and right, so yeah, yeah, he was a righty. So you you had your hands full. But when you see players like the Eric Flowers playing for the Giants and how bad he was getting beat this past weekend by the Detroit Lions, whenever you see that with an offensive lineman, what does that do? Especially a tackle uh, on that side, what does it do to you uh, when watching it? Does it does it make you scratch your head? Do you kind of? you know, quiver just, you know, kind of get nervous just a little bit to the point where you just want to reach out to the kids or you just be like, you know, that's just bad coaching, whether it's coming out of college or even the coaches in the National Football League. Well, I think the player the player in me just says, man, I feel bad for this kid, number one. Number two, guys got to realize in this game, you got to be a professional. Cordell, you know this as well as anybody. You have to prepare. So if I'm facing the defensive end, I got to study every move that he does. So when I step on that field on Sunday – I know exactly what he's going to do in pressure situations. And so I'm, I'm prepared mentally for that. But then again, I got to have my own game plan. So, you know, obviously offensive line is a game, a game within a game. And then you got to just be nasty at some point. You, it's your will against my will and who's going to win. So it's a combination of all those things, but then technique, the coaching, all that comes into play too. And, and from a coaching staff perspective, they got to, they have to know what they have in the offensive line. Send somebody over to chip. Send somebody over to help if he has a tough defender in that in that spot that day. But it all begins with preparation, knowing what that defensive guy is going to do week in and week out, and and when he's really trying to get a sack, what's his go-to move. So I think 
you know, I don't know, and I don't know the kid personally, so I don't know. I don't want to jump on him, but it's just, it's, I think it's all about preparation. It's a, it makes the the game come a lot easier. Chatting with the Hall of Famer Orlando Pace, part of the NFL Legends community. Aaron Donald back with the Rams, and they'll take care of him financially eventually. We know he's one of the three best defensive players in all of football. Orlando, since Aaron is an interior lineman, if you had a matchup with him inside, how would you try to slow him down as he's had a tremendous knack to get to the quarterback? Uh, he's a tough guy. Uh, he's a, he'd be a tough guy to block because he's so quick, but he's also powerful. So if you, if you, get, if you catch you leaning, he could uh, he could uh, get by you pretty quick, or he can you know he can roll you over pretty pretty much anyway. He's one of those guys that, like I said, you got to prepare for him. You got to change it up. I always say against good 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 linemen like that, I can't give you the same thing every snap, every play. I got to change it up. Like man, maybe I cut you a snap, maybe I hit you in the head. I do I do different things to try to get you frustrated, but I can't give you the same dose every everything every play. Uh, so I think. You know, I, that's that's probably the game plan I would go in and just facing a good player like Aaron Donald. Finally, you're in the most exclusive club in all of sports. The Hall of Fame is such a unique brotherhood, but we have a great relationship with the NFL Legends community. What's it mean to you to be a part of that wonderful initiative? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity, something I really believe in, and, and the league really rolled it out. Uh, and, and I'm a liaison between uh, – the league and then former players. So many guys leave the game and they're bitter about leaving the game. And, and what the legend community do is bring those guys back into the fold, bring them back into the community, reconnect them with some team, with their team and, and some former players. And we just and really just love on them and serve on them and, and let them know what's available to them. Cause the league has a lot of programs that can help a lot of guys out, former players out. And uh, I'm just one of those guys that that's here to serve those guys. That's a terrific mindset. We appreciate you taking the time as we say goodbye. Is Ohio State going to be okay this year? They scared me a couple of weeks ago, but I know I got faith in Urban Meyer, man. I think he'll get it, get him going down the right right path. And uh, by the end of the year, some of those young guys will be playing well. All right, JT Barrett could use you. He's running around for his life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thank you, Orlando. We appreciate you taking the time. All right, you guys have a good day. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.